you're a lifelong learner and dealing with some unbelievable power that God has blessed you with to be able to be a success and to influence a lot of lives, whether that's with your business or whatever, you're still going to affect a lot of lives. You got to continue to recharge that power every day. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Chris Whaley of the Mass Saint. Dr. Chris, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, Gresh, it is just a great honor to be on your show, man. I've been looking at your stuff and you just do some awesome, awesome things. And it's a real honor to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. And I'm super excited that I get the opportunity to interview awesome people. So I get to be an awesome host only because I have awesome guests like yourself. So I wanted <laughs> to read a little bit more about Dr. Chris so you can hear about some of those awesome things that he's doing. And Dr. Chris Whaley be- overcame a lot of obstacles to become a professional wrestler. He wrestled such greats as The Undertaker and The Ultimate Warrior. His book, The Mass Saint, documents his transition from pro wrestler to pastor. And his book was made into an award-winning movie by the same time. Title. Dr. Chris, super excited to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready, 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 ready. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know um, I touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock here a little bit more on what I like to call your CEO story. We'll let you get started all the awesome work you're doing. You know, it it started off uh, so different than what it turned out. I guess a lot of things happen like, like, like that. You know, as a child, I was constantly uh, in and out of the hospital. Uh, in the fourth grade, I had polio and uh, viral encephalitis. I was in the hospital for three months, had to learn to walk all over again, uh, was unable to play sports as a kid. And finally, they found out what was wrong with me and I had a great wonderful doctor and he's the one who got me going to the gym and I just really loved it and so things began to change for me in high school I started putting on weight I started finally growing and uh, my my wife and I um, ended up going to college together and graduating together and uh, when we got out uh, I was planning to be a pastor and uh, I was I was waiting of course when you're 22 23 years old there's not a lot of churches that want a 22 or 23 year old pastor <laughs> And so if you get experience, it's usually as a youth minister. So I'm waiting to serve as a youth minister. And my wife is a high school math teacher, and she's teaching at her alma mater. And uh, I'm working and waiting for a call from a church. And then one day I get this newspaper ad, and I look at it, and it said, wanted professional wrestlers. And I, I got so excited, I picked it up, took it over to my wife, and look at this, look at this. You know, she just kept grading papers and kind of rolled her eyes. And so I, I packed a bag, and I drove over to Tampa, Florida. I walked into this gym and there was a guy that I watched growing up, uh, the great Malenko. And so I was trained by the great Malenko. He trained a bunch of guys, uh, some some very well-known guys too. And I started my professional wrestling career in 1978, uh, wrestled from 1978 to 1988. Uh, didn't forget about my calling. Um, uh, you know, professional wrestling was my dream. Uh, ministry was my calling. And so uh, my last three years, uh, I wrestled in, in uh, Texas. Uh, I was going to seminary in Fort Worth. 
Texas, and I graduated uh, from seminary in 1988, and then I went to uh, uh, pastor my first church. And after I got to my first church, uh, I started handling some things differently than a pastor would. I started handling some things more as a professional wrestler than as a pastor. Uh, I became what you would say a religious vigilante. I was the I was the equalizer before Denzel and Queen Latifah. I, <laughs> I just started doing those things. And uh, after you know a long time, I I had a bunch of those stories. Uh, I wrote a book called The Mass Saint, and uh, which documents my transition from uh, uh, pro wrestling to ministry. And then um, the book was, you know, I started getting calls from movie producers. It was made into an award-winning book, I mean, award-winning movie. And I've just been blessed ever since. Uh, sometimes I have to pinch myself because I've been so blessed. Yeah, that's a phenomenal place to be. I know we were talking about all the blessings and everything as, you know, right before we, I hit the record button and all the awesome things. So um, I love hearing, you know, the journey, you know, that you took. And, and But one of the things that kind of stuck out to me um, that you said, and I wanted to hear a little bit more about that. You said being um, a pastor was your calling, but a wrestler was your dream. Is that something that um, you felt like you get a better understanding of, you know, as you went throughout your life and you can understand like, this is something that I have to go back to because it's my calling versus something I want to kind of try out and live because it's also my right. dream. Well, my life changed my freshman year in college. Um, I became a, a Christian my freshman year. And I was just so overwhelmed with the forgiveness of God and so overwhelmed with the life change. And I had this burning desire in me. Something was happening inside of me. And I talked to my mentor, pastor, the guy who led me to the Lord. And I I just said, I I don't know what this is. He said, could it be that God is calling you into the ministry? And And then I said, that's it. That's it. And so my direction at that point was strictly for the ministry. You know, I was going to be a pastor. And and then uh, while we're waiting, you know, uh, the dream entered in. You know, when I, when I answered that ad, I said, well, I'm going to do this as long as I can, but I'm not going to forget my calling, which is to be a pastor. And so, you know, I, I retired uh, from pro wrestling at the height of my, I mean, I was like 33 years old and had a lot of years ahead of me to still be a professional wrestler. But I, uh, I don't say I gave it up. I just, uh, you know, transition from my, from my dream to my calling. Nice. I appreciate that. And so I know you talked about the book and in and, and the movie as well too, um, uh, about like what that covers. Could you tell us, I guess, a little bit more if you haven't touched on uh, or anything you didn't touch on, I should say about the book and the movie and what we can find out when we listen or watch there. Yep. Uh, the, the book is, uh, is on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon cheaper than you can get it at my website. But if you go to my website and you uh, mention, that you heard this on I Am CEO, then I will also send you free an 8x10 autograph picture. So if you want to get a, a, a signed book with an autograph picture, let me know that you uh, heard me on I Am CEO, and I'll, I'll be glad to do that. The DVD is also available on my website, but it's also available on Amazon too. Uh, I wrote a third, uh, a second book, uh, it's a Christmas book. You know, I, once you have a book made into a movie, it kind of spoils you. And so when I was going to write another book, I said, you know, what can I write that would have a good chance at also being made into a movie? And my wife and I are 
just kind of hardcore Hallmark movie people. And especially when the Christmas movies come on, you know, we watch them uh, when they come on at the end of October, all the way to the first week of January. So I had a great idea for a Christmas book. And so I wrote that. It's called Harold's Heavenly Christmas. And it's being considered by Hallmark right now. It's a future Hallmark movie. So I, yeah. I wanted to, to to drill down a little bit more. Um, and this might would be what you consider to be your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart. I know you touched on, you know, being a, the vigilante um, as a preacher and being able to kind of, it sounds like incorporate your the wrestling experience with everything you've done, you know, from a, a religious standpoint. Is Do you feel like that kind of sets you apart and makes you unique and is your secret sauce? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody else who's ever done that. You know, uh, we try, we, you know, we all try to do things the right way. I try to do things the right way, but there's some people, you know, that just don't understand anything but a butt whipping, you know, uh, had a, a lady who, um, had precious children and she came to church with black eyes. And I just thought, what kind of a man, you know, is going to hit mother of his children and, you know, any man that hits a woman. You're a dirtbag. And so, you know, I went to his house and uh, called him out and said, hey, I'd like to see how you do against somebody who's able to fight back instead of, you know, bullying uh, a woman who cannot defend herself. And so that's how it all got started on that. Yeah, absolutely. Which are definitely in your book. And, <laughs> and I love that. And I think so many times, like um, in situations like that, and I appreciate you sharing that story so much. Um, you know, you feel like you're by yourself or you're going through difficult things. And sometimes you need somebody to quote unquote wrestle or fight for you. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this okay. could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But what's something you feel like makes you more effective and efficient? Well, you know, I was not a CEO in the sense that uh, some of your guests are. But in, in another sense, I, I really was as a pastor. You're you're the where the buck you know, drops. Uh, the pastor is responsible for everything. You you deal with a faith-based budget uh, and you just handle all the problems. And, and so um, I learned some great, great lessons uh, as a senior pastor. One is that you, you can't undo your past. Uh, you learn from it. Uh, you overcome the rough spots. And I know that many of your CEOs are uh, there's every day they're dealing with something that happened in the past and you just got to learn from it. You overcome the rough spots and keep going. But secondly, you can change your present every day. Every day you can change your present and you can gain confidence more and more. And uh, just because something uh, didn't work that you tried doesn't mean that you give up. It just means that wasn't the way to do it. You just find another way and you keep going. And every day you're going to get more and more confident as you do that. Yeah, absolutely. And what are some of the things I guess you do to kind of relieve that stress? I know you touched on, you know, how you were able to kind of do that, you know, in your pastors. Is the same things that you do on a regular basis that help you um, to kind of relieve that stress and of course be that that CEO nugget? Yep. I got several. Um, you know, my knees are are bad. I, I broke everything. I crushed my ankle, five knee surgeries, to, uh, tore both ACLs, MCL, dislocated hips, broke pelvis, broke all my ribs, sternum, collarbones, had both shoulders surgically repaired, neck injuries, uh, over 100 concussions. And so I can't do things like I used to in the past. So one of my big releases is walking. I do a walk in the morning, do a walk in the evening. Uh, sometimes I listen to uh, things like your podcast or listen to something while I'm walking that relieves me of that. Or, or sometimes just uh, just praying between you know me and God. Uh, but I do that. Love to work out. 
I still have my own little mini gym here at the house. So uh, I love to work out and then I love to write too. So I've, I've written my third book and looking forward to working to get it published. And so writing, working out and walking, those are my stress. Nice. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And right. so um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question. You might've already touched on this, but I want to ask you for the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Dr. Chris, what does being a CEO mean to you? Uh, to me, being a CEO means that you have some unbelievable power. Uh, I don't mean power in a sense of holding power over people, but I mean, you have an unbelievable power to either succeed or to fail. And if you want to succeed, then you're going to have to have some great power. And you get that power from, you know, your experiences from the past, the present and all. You, you get that power from that. But also for me, personally, for me, uh, that power comes with a, a closer walk with God. You know, he, he wrote a book. He gave us the Bible. It just has some unbelievable wisdom in it. Uh, I try to read a chapter of Proverbs every day. There's 31 chapters. So you could read one chapter a day uh, for a month, you know. So you, you always want to learn, uh, which continues to help you have that power that you, you're going to need to succeed. So you're a lifelong learner and dealing with some unbelievable power that God has blessed you with to be able to be a success and to influence a lot of lives, whether that's with your business or whatever, you're still going to affect a lot of lives. You got to continue to recharge, recharge that power every day. And I hope you have a source for that. Like I Nice. I, I love that perspective and that definition and mm-hmm. truly appreciate that, Dr. Chris. And I, of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about the movie, the book, and all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know uh, how this relates to, to you or to anybody listening, but I know that there is somebody listening who's dealing with failure. And I just want you to know that failure is not final. A passage in the Bible that's found in Jeremiah 18, 1 through 6, where God told Jeremiah the prophet to go to the potter's house. He wanted to teach him a lesson. And when he got to the potter's house, he saw him working with clay and he was making a vessel on a wheel. And when he got through, it just had a lot of flaws. And so the potter took the clay and he squished it back together and he put it back on the wheel and he made it into a new vessel. And then God said to Jeremiah, he said, cannot I do with you as the potter is done with the clay, or as the clay is in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand. So that was my story. You know, when I when I came to God, my life was just full of flaws, and, and I made so many mistakes. God squished me back together and put me back on the wheel and made that same piece of clay with all the flaws into a new vessel that could be very useful. So to whoever's listening, I just want to encourage you, don't ever, ever give up. Get back on the wheel. Let God make you into a new vessel and let him change your life. And uh, I hope uh, hope that was okay to share on your show. Absolutely. I definitely appreciate you sharing that. And for people that want to get a hold of you, get a copy of the book, what's oh, yeah. the best way for them to do that? Uh, you can go to my website, which is themassaint.com. Uh, uh, you can go there. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. And uh, I just want to say to uh, Mr. Grash uh, how thankful I am uh, for this opportunity 
you are certainly a, a great uh, up-and-coming rising star. And uh, I hope everybody listening uh, that you'll tell somebody to subscribe to your podcast. And I just hope and pray that it continues to grow and you continue to reach a lot of life. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate that, Dr. Chris. And to make yeah. it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for reminding us of that, of course, for doing that as well, too. Um, and I think once we lean more into that, we understand that we are God's workmanship, so to speak, that Amen. we really get that opportunity yeah. to make that impact and not do it by ourselves, but doing it in alignment with who he is. So thank you so much yeah. for doing that thank again. You. And thank of course, you. taking your time out today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.